Welcome to the Dare to Become podcast. This is our first episode, and people have been connecting on social media. You will know, have been actually speaking on living a life of compassion over comparison lately. And today, quickly on this podcast, I just want to speak with us on First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Basically, we'll be talking about embracing who we are in Christ, embracing who we are, embracing who you are in Christ. First Peter chapter two, verse nine, and that basically says that, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who had called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. I love how. God doesn't even just tell us that we are, you know, we're just persons in these scriptures. He calls us generations. He calls us royalty. He calls us, you know, heads of this priesthood, promise that he has given over his children. He calls us a holy nation. He calls us peculiar people, peculiar people. And there's something I've come to understand concerning humans that when we actually we don't understand who we are, you know, when we don't understand our identity in Christ, it's very easy for comparison to slip in, very easy for us to give into looking into the possession of other persons, talk about what we are having and what we don't have. But first Peter is reminding us today of who we are, that we are a chosen generation, a chosen generation. That means wherever you are at a time like this, whatsoever it is you are possessing, there is... God has chosen you from where you are. Whatsoever you are having, God has chosen you at that place, at that point in time, that even no matter what might have happened in your life, no matter what you are going through, that your life is still, you are still chosen. Your life is still chosen, chosen for His glory, a chosen generation. A chosen generation. There's something I love so much about the story of, you know, the prodigal son and his father. That this boy had wandered away, he had wasted so much of what his father had given to him but yet when while he was returning he saw how his father embraced him how his father welcomed him home. nothing that he did changed the fact that he was still a son of his father and this place is telling us today in the first chapter 2 verse 9 that we are a chosen generation a chosen generation a royal priesthood a generation a chosen generation a chosen generation telling us how peculiar we are in christ telling us how much jesus has called us out how much he has separated us unto his glory and unto his purpose when you look into your life today maybe you don't you feel you don't have so much you feel forsaken abandoned you feel oh maybe god has not even had plans concerning me but <laughs> let me remind you this afternoon that that isn't true god has said he has, he has written something concerning you that nothing will ever erase. What did God tell Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1? That before he was formed in his mother's womb, that he knew him. He had plans for him, plans to prosper him, that with the life of, Gen- of Jeremiah, that nations will be made, that he would do great things through Jeremiah. This was someone who was telling God that he's weak, that he's, he's fearful, he does not, he does not even... Even coming to the terms with the fact that God was speaking to him, he was still trying to do that. But God was telling Jeremiah that it was through his life he was going to do great things. Many times our challenge with our identity comes with simply not embracing who we are in Christ. 
we find it difficult when we have a process that we are joined heads with Christ. That's why Christ is seated in heaven. And we are not just seated with Christ, we are seated in Christ. That means what Christ is able to do, we are able to do what Christ did while he walked on this earth. We are fully able to do that. That is what this place is telling us today. That yes, we might have a lot of reasons not to believe on what the scripture tells us concerning our identity in Christ. And it's going to be very easy when the devil comes with his own voices to make us sleep into comparison and living a life that does not please God. But there is something that comes with the word and that's with the, the empowerment to live that life. That if Jesus has called you chosen, he will empower you to live chosen. If he has called you a royal priesthood, he will empower you to live as a priest. If he has called you peculiar, he will empower you to live peculiar. So this afternoon quickly, I just want to remind us that God has written so much concerning us. He has said so much before we are born, before we even formed in our mother's womb. He had said something. And that thing, we begin to work in what he has said the moment we embrace his call upon our lives, the moment we choose to walk with him, the moment we choose to take our eyes off what the enemy is saying, the moment we choose to live a life that appreciates the mercies, the goodness of God, the love of God over others, rather than comparing what God is doing in their lives with us. God has chosen you. He has chosen every creature on earth. They are different. They are peculiar. But yet he has chosen and called us for his glory. And we only experience the fullness of that glory when we commit to working diligently and faithfully with him. So with this podcast today, I just want you to be reminded of who you are. And not just reminded that you embrace that person Jesus has called you to be. He has written so much concerning you. And oftentimes we don't know what Jesus has said concerning us. We don't know what he has called us to be. We don't know those things because we don't get into the world. We don't get into our Bibles. We don't have the promises of the Lord to speak over our lives when the devil comes with his voices. But the moment we begin to create time for the world to, to know what God is saying, the moment we begin to choose to make the voice of the Lord a priority in our life daily, we begin to live in the reality of everything the Bible has said concerning us. So my question for you these days how much are you creating time to hear what the Lord is saying concerning you? How much are you embracing every of his promises he has spoken that you are aware of already? And how much are you willing to embrace a life committed to celebrating God's goodness over others? A life committed to living with compassion rather than comparison. God has so much in store for you. And he's calling you this day to step into his promise concerning your life. I hope you're encouraged and I hope you choose to rise up as a generation chosen as royalty, as priesthood, as a priest, as a holy nation, and as a peculiar people called to the glory of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here today. And I catch you next week, Monday 3 p.m. again. (laughs) Love you.